Believe it or not, we're back with another episode of A Better Man, A Better You podcast. It is I, your host, creator of the show, Aaron Cody. And we are here to talk about anything that helps men become better men. And we're eliminating toxic masculinity and promoting responsible masculinity in the world. So these topics will range from a variety of things, but in continuing from our previous episodes, we are still laying the foundation of change and responsible masculinity. Last episode, we talked about social health, the social health pedal of the health flower and just kind of touched on the importance of having a strong, healthy social health network and why that's important and how it kind of affects the other areas, the other petals of the health flower. So today, figured we'd move into a big one, and I kind of thought about tying these two in together, but each one kind of deserves its own its own episode and its own kind of area of focus. They do tie very close together, but yet they're very different in many ways. And so you might automatically put them together, but the two areas that I'm talking about are emotional health and mental health. And so just by hearing that, you might kind of see that how they could both be the same, but yet they are very different. And so I figured why not start with emotional health and get a little deeper into that, yet still basic understanding of it. Just again, that's what I'm here for these first episodes is laying the foundation, just giving you a basic understanding and awareness of what these areas are. So when they're referenced, you can kind of have an idea of what we're talking about. And then as the episodes go on, we will dive deeper into them. Mental health is more of your the thoughts, the thoughts you have. So that's where depression and anxiety kind of come in because it's you're constantly creating scenarios in our head that haven't that don't exist or haven't existed yet. And some would say when you're basing things off of energy, if you kind of continue to feel that energy and put that out there, that's what you're going to keep getting back. So that's why oftentimes people with depression stay depressed. People with anxiety continue to have more anxiety because, and I've been there, so I'm speaking from experience as well, but it's, you continue to think the same thoughts or the same type of thoughts that put out the same type of energy, the universe is responding with that. So mental health is more something that we're very much in control of. But it's, again, it's not easy. It's not easy to just turn it off, but knowing that we can work on the thoughts that we put in our head. Emotional health goes off of the feelings and the emotions that you have, human emotions. And some may be overly emotional, some may be stoic and no expression, nothing gets through to them. And some may say they lack emotions. So, you know, there's a whole emotional spectrum and people, we all fall somewhere in the spectrum. It's just a matter of where. But bringing awareness to if you feel a certain way all the time, that's not that your emotions are get the best of you. Maybe you are overly sensitive. That's something we bring attention to and we work on it. But they can they do often tie in together because you're the way you think. You think certain things, and that brings on certain emotions, right? As they can tie in together, you can automatically see if they work together negatively. They're obviously going to work together positively. So if you're thinking good thoughts, happy thoughts, positive things, you're thinking abundance, you're thinking more, then you're getting more. You're getting the abundance. You're getting whatever it is that you're looking for. And then you feel better. And that's so emotionally, you feel better. So they, as 
we kind of move forward with these, you'll see that one, usually when you're improving one, the other one's getting improved as well. And you're feeling a shift and change in that area. Mental health, I'm no way, shape or form a professional with that. And there are professionals that when you're dealing with mental health, first thing is to be aware of it. Don't be ashamed of it because you're going through something, but understand it and then seek out for help. If you have a huge abscess in your mouth and there's constant pain and throbbing, you're going to seek out help. You seek out a dentist. They're there to help you figure out the problem and then figure out a solution to get rid of the problem, get rid of the pain to and then hopefully work on something preventative so you don't have that same issue again. So it can go very much with a psychologist, a therapist, even a life coach, depending on what area you're looking for. But when it comes to like real mental health, it's you seek out a professional and find a, profession, a professional who you're comfortable with and then let them do what they do. And you will be amazed at the changes that will come, but don't be ashamed of it. That's the thing. We, off, we as men often want to associate that with weakness or there's something wrong with us and we're not perfect. And we, how can I provide for my family or how can I be the male figure, the provider X, Y, Z and feel a certain way and have these emotions and to show this weakness. And it's not it. It's, it, that's what we've been kind of taught and it's what we've believed to be true. But that's, again, you do more research, you're open to it and your understanding of it, you realize that showing the emotion is the healthy thing and acting like everything's cool like you macho motherfucker and everything's cool no i'm fine everything's straight that's that's the one you need to be aware of that's the person that's at some point's going to snap or that's just letting these emotions build and build and build so if you're going through it you're going through it when we, we hear emotional oh so and so is being emotional we automatically think we usually automatically go negative in our thoughts Someone's being so dramatic and someone feels a certain way and they cry and you're like, oh, quit being so damn emotional. A lot of times we're, especially men, and we're told to just shut that, shut that shit off. Cowboy up, man up. Real men don't cry. And you, you don't suppress that emotion. That's part of being human. It's part of the human experience is going through the emotions and able to feel them and experience them and understand that we're not always supposed to feel just happy emotions. Yes, that's a goal, but you have to go through the wave of emotions. It's what we're here for. And you're never going to really experience happiness if you don't know what sadness is like. You're not going to experience abundance and really know true abundance until you experience lack and understand what it's like to not have things, but also staying grateful throughout it and understand that even when you have, you might have nothing, you still have something. <laughs> so he said, if someone's being over emotional, someone's angry, so over sad, we tell them to shut it up. But when you're feeling a high vibration and you're sitting in that and you're really truly experiencing that, no one gets a bad rep. No one, you don't hear someone say, oh my God, they're always so happy. They're always just laughing and having a good time. The only time you, the only time you say something like that is when you're hating on someone because your ass is miserable. You unhappy and you mad if someone else can have so much joy and oh, what makes them so happy. But typically we don't shut down someone being happy. We don't tell them to suppress that. So why would you ask someone to suppress the same energy, just in a different vibration? Before I get into it a little bit more, when referring to emotional health, we've already established that that's part of being human. Part of the human experience is, is being able to experience these emotions. That's one reason these souls incarnate here is to experience that, to really 
know what it's like. I've heard about, it's like you hear about a destination, a vacation spot, and you're like, oh, I want to check that out. I want to go experience Bali because that sounds amazing. So being able to come and experience these certain emotions, it's part of the human experience. Let's get down to some, some OG words spoken by the genius of Albert Einstein, okay? If you haven't guessed it already, that equation is E equals MC squared. Now, again, a basic breakdown of this is the E stands for energy. The M stands for mass, the quantity of matter, and C squared stands for the speed of light. So what that basically says is energy is always in motion. It's always flowing, okay? So E is the energy, okay? So E equals MC squared. So if we break down emotion... Thanks to Al, E equals energy. So if you look at the word emotion, and it's just what it is right there, emotion. Emotion is E, energy in motion. Emotion is energy in motion that is flowing through us. So it's the kind of emotion we experience simply based off of the vibration or the energy that we're in. So when you experience any type of emotion, that's matter, that's an energy, that's something that's flowing through us. Now, to block that emotion, if you actually like suppress that and block it and don't let it flow through you like it's supposed to, that will continue to build up. And whether it's stress, you just push it down because you're not allowed, or stress will arise because of you constantly pushing down the emotion of sadness or anger or frustration, or instead of feeling it and truly going through it, feeling it, experiencing it, and then moving on, we suppress that. We push it down and it continues to build. And at some point we'll either snap, which we're starting to see a lot of, where people are just losing it. You've probably all been in an argument with someone where they blow up their, their emotions. They're freaking out over something that's really not that big a deal. Usually they've just had it or we've all had that breaking point where it's just no matter what, just you got to get it out. This is why the gym can be great. Going back to crossing over into other energy areas or health pedals. Exercise is great because you can get out some of that anger and frustration and not let it build. But when you continue to suppress these energies, it, it becomes unhealthy. It becomes toxic. And it causes diseases. If you look at disease, it's the body is dis, is a not ease. So the body's not at ease. There's something going on. So... When you get into certain energy healing and different forms of medicine and ancient beliefs and healing methods, and a lot of it is finding out where that emotion is, that emotion that's being trapped and find a way to release it. So when you hear a lot of plant medicine experiences, it's just that. It's like ayahuasca, they, they, you can go back and really figure out what's going on in your life. You do, you know, or psilocybin cannabis alone will help you kind of reflect in a different way and kind of process things differently. And so holding that in is just, it's never good. It becomes toxic. Emotional health is the ability to manage and control human emotions, as well as creating and maintaining positive, healthy relationships. So now can you see how this ties right in with our last episode in social health? And so it's, it's maintaining positive, healthy relations, healthy relationships, not just relationships, just to have them. If, if they're not healthy, if they're not serving you, if they're causing more problems, if it's more stress than it's worth, then, and you're constantly arguing with someone or every time I hang out with so-and-so, they, they're always doing this, they're always pissed off, or they're always in a bad mood, always complaining. No one wants to be around that. And so that's not a healthy relationship because clearly that person's not 
in the right state and it that energy will just rub off you start absorbing that so again maintaining the healthy relationships that's where you put in the work into the relationships that are healthy and you feed them and at some point the rewards there you plant a seed it could take years for that tree to grow enough to bear fruit but when it does you put in work you've made sure it's got the proper sunlight and it's getting the proper water and it just takes time and it's healthy. You got to make sure that these relationships are healthy for you and you will definitely see the benefits because at some point you're going to really realize the importance of having those people around and those relationships and be able to look back and see what those relationships have brought you. Like, wow, had I not known this person, I would have never met my wife because I met my wife through them or I would have maybe not got that job or certain opportunities or certain experiences just simply through having these relationships, these friendships. And same thing for other people. You might change and will change other people's lives simply by the relationships you're in and being at the right place at the right time or a certain event. And you might not know it. You're just doing what you're doing and you're doing your part and someone else is actually helping other people without even knowing it. And that's beautiful because again, you're on that service to others path. So the emotions that we all experience on a day-to-day basis are those of the human experience realm. It's why our souls chose to come into this 3D human dense physical body to say, I want to check it out. All the artificial intelligence, like iRobot type being that you've seen, the big thing is that they don't experience emotion, right? They're just programmed to do a certain thing, but they don't feel the, the human They don't feel compassion. They don't feel those emotions that we feel. And that's the difference between them and us. Again, you're going to hear this over and over again, but we are all spiritual beings having a human experience. And so those emotions are part of the human experience. The point is to feel them. There is no good or bad emotions. They're emotions. The only thing that makes them good or bad is our thoughts, how we perceive them, how how we've been taught we're supposed to feel about them. But Overall, they're just emotions. A big thing that men are facing nowadays, a big problem that's starting to kind of pop up more in the community is men and mental health because often our bodies are telling us one thing, then our brains or society are telling us another. Your gut is telling you and your body, you might feel like you want to do something or you want to cry during a movie, you want to do something. And our brains are, you know, what we've been trained, our society, social media, and things are telling us different. And this creates an, um, an ongoing internal battle with us. You start blocking those emotions, blocking that energy, it starts to build. And then anxiety and depression kicks in. And that's where the issues, I mean, they've been going on forever, but it's just now that more and more people are aware of mental health and, and emotional health. It's not just something on the back burner, it's, it's just on the forefront. And people want to be healthy. I think people have been taught what happiness is, and then they do the things that are supposed to make them happy, and then they're not happy. Celebrities, we think fame, fortune, money, sex, all those things that these celebrities have will bring happiness. But yet, celebrities get that, and they're not happy. They're often very unhappy and depressed, and you see the suicide rate things like with that or overdosing, because... It's probably even worse in a way because you get to that point and the whole time you're thinking, I'm almost a happiness, I'm almost a happiness, I'm almost a happiness. And then you get there and it's, it's just a, it's empty. And so then it's almost like you've been lied to for so long and 
you know, and almost, you almost have to act happy because, you know, social media and all the cameras are on you and you're constantly being talked about. And so you have to put on this persona of, you know, oh my gosh, I'm so happy. But it, it, I'm not going to say it rarely gets there, but it's, it is a good portion of the people who are not happy when they get to that level. I've known doctors and lawyers and people who've been career people who hate their job. They might do it for the money or because they put so much time into it and their parents would kill them if they switched professions, but they're not happy. Chances are one of you, many of you, all of you that are listening have that same experience or know someone who might have the things that we would think would make us happy. And we've been told as society that's what happiness is, but they're unhappy. So hopefully this helps you to understand a little bit about emotional health and the importance of it. Well, at least kind of what it is. And when you feel certain emotion to just kind of be aware of it, stop and say, okay, what, what am I feeling right now? That's weird. That's a new feeling, especially something if you've, if you're a male who has been closed off to emotions for so long and not used to crying or not used to, you say, I couldn't, I can't remember the last time I actually cried or the last time you can remember crying is simply was when your father or parent passed away or something super tragic, but it's not about crying every day. But I remember one of my first acting classes, one of the exercises one day was to go home and like cry as much as possible. Literally, whatever it is that made you cry and just like really be able to feel that because how are you going to do that on camera with 30, 40 crew members around and cameras everywhere and your co-star opposite of you looking there and you're supposed to cry at a scene that's sad and, and you don't know what it's, you don't know how to cry because you don't do it in real life. So it's one of those things like it, it was kind of an interesting exercise, but I did horrible at it. I didn't know how to cry. I just went home and then I just was more frustrated because I didn't know how to cry. And I was asking people, my friends, yo, what's like the saddest movie you've ever seen? Tell me a movie if you've ever cried. Marley and me came up. So I went and I fucking couldn't find any store that had it. I was trying to buy it. Finally ordered it, got it, didn't cry. And I think it's because I wanted it so bad it just didn't come through. But oh, it was frustrating. It was so damn frustrating. It's one of the reasons that like really rocked me with acting was all of a sudden it, I'm trying to chase a career path that requires me to be emotional. And I don't know how to be emotional. I didn't know how to experience these emotions. And that's what, like, I took a step back. That's what triggered my deeper self to go, yo, this is not a way to live. I'm chasing this, but I need to learn how to be healthy. So I took a step back and really, that's when I got into therapy. That's when I started going to a therapist and really trying to figure why I was blocking these emotions. Why wasn't I able to feel? What was I afraid of feeling? And, and it wasn't that I was trying to be a hard ass and be like, ah, no, I just didn't really, allow, I didn't really process them. I always just kind of shrugged it off and never really thought much about it. Then the time came and it sent everything into kind of a whirlpool for me. It was causing mental problems. It was really frustrating. And you know, then I was feeling depressed and I was feeling angry all the time and just felt like no purpose and that my dreams of being in the industry came crashing down. And so then it was this, what, what the hell am I going to do now? And I'm never going to be in a healthy relationship because I can't feel emotion. So that was a big one for me. The hopeless romantic in me was like, this is what you always wanted is to be in this badass, awesome, loving, super dope 
romantic relationship and I'm never going to, it's not healthy. No one's going to want to be with me and the right ones, it's not going to work out. And I started going in this whole scenario in my head, but going through that and still just growing as a human and as a person and, and have dated and had girlfriends since then, I've realized that like, yeah, I still have work to do, but looking back at where I was and where I am now, I wouldn't want to be in a relationship with myself back then. Like I could, I could totally see how a woman would be like, I can't do this. It's too much. It's too much work. It's because you get to a certain point where like you want a companion, you don't have a project. So I look back and of course there's someone there to help you go through it together and support each other. But I wasn't healthy. I was no way, shape or form good to myself. So I could not have been good to someone else in a relationship. So sometimes these, these things hurt, this progress and change and evolution hurts, but you got to go through it. You got to be able to face some of our not so perfect things about us inside and, you know, and realize, okay, this needs some changing. This needs some help. I'm good here, but damn, I f I'm fucking not good over here and realize what needs to be changed. And then once you've realized that that's the hard part, that's the challenging part. Then just figuring out different solutions and trial and error to, to, there's no right or wrong way. Someone might tell you meditation helps. Good. Help me. It helps me every day. It helps other people. Might not be a thing for you. So maybe you try something else. Maybe it's the certain book that did it for you and, or that does it for you that didn't do it for me. And so just being open to just knowing that if one thing doesn't work, you can't just throw up your hands and go, well, I tried it. It doesn't work. So I'm just, this is. It's who I am and I'm going to be like this the rest of my life. It's like, nah, try something else. Try something else. Be open and continue to be open. And at some point, the right thing will come along and a change will happen. And you will be a better version of you, a happier you, a healthier you. And then it'll get to the point where you're not even the same you. You're a completely different person. Same soul, but just a more evolved, lived, rounded person with more experiences, more compassion, more kindness, more love. And that's that zone you want to be in to live that happy and healthy life and to be like truly successful. So we will wrap up this episode on emotional health and we will be back with the next episode. I want to thank you all again. And as always for listening to another episode of a better man, a better you podcast. I always appreciate any support, comments, concerns, suggestions, ideas, anything you got, I will take it. Just let me know what you think so we can continue to improve this, get better have more fun and really get out there and make a change so thank you for listening until next time this is a better man a better you podcast i'm aaron cody checking out ciao